Welcome to another edition of First Word from First Church. This is Pastor Dave Buchanan at the First Church in Sutton. Please enjoy the message and may God bless you richly through it. Our scripture lessons for tonight begin in Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1b through 3b. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, for the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. In the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Here ends our scripture reading. Praise be to God. At a time of great trial for our nation, President Franklin Roosevelt, and I'll get the wording approximately right, said we have nothing to fear but fear itself. According to God's word, I'm not sure we have to fear that either. Because we certainly find just in four quick selections, fear not, fear not, and don't let your hearts be afraid. Been a lot of times when God or God's messenger has told someone, don't be afraid especially at the presence of God or God's messenger. Do you remember the first thing the angel said to Mary when he came to her and said, you're going to bear God's son. First he had to say, be not afraid, Mary. When an archangel appeared in the heavens to tell the shepherds, come to Bethlehem and see your Mashiach, your new Messiah. What was the first thing that the angel had to say, because they'd all fallen down, shaking on their faces, be not afraid, or the Aramaic equivalent, whatever it would have been. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. We talk about lifting each other up, and this certainly has times of trial, although somebody got on somebody for posting Jeremiah 29, 11 recently because it's not for an individual Jeremiah is speaking to God's people as a whole when he says, God says, I have a plan for you, for welfare and not evil, to give you a future and a hope, to lift up God's people. I think the worst of our fears, the worst of our need to be lifted up is when we are singled out or when we feel singled out. If the adversary Satan can make us feel alone. Then those waves, and I, I don't know why, but when I think of a person who's 
lacking hope, a person who's buffeted by life, a person who, who feels that loneliness. I picture waves, maybe because as a, as a child I ran headlong into a few ocean waves and ate a lot of sand because of it, got rolled over as probably most of us have at one time or another if we've been to the beach, and discovered quickly that I couldn't stand up by myself for most of the waves. My father could help me stand through the waves. And when a person ventures from that fear or from that, those trials in life to despair, I liken it to being beneath the waves. And a person in true despair can't quite see the light at the surface anymore. And they need a hand. They need God's hand. When, when God says you walk through the rivers, they'll not overwhelm you. I'll hold your hand. I'll hold you up. Now, in one evening service, we don't want to sing every hymn in the book, but there's one called Love Lifted Me that I, I'm kind of fond of. And it starts with, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, deeply sinking, stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, from the waters lifted me, now safe am I. And the chorus is, love lifted me. Over and over again. I won't bore you with singing it. Love lifted me. We need the lift of love. We need, first of course, to lift up and praise God. When the prophet entered the temple, Isaiah, and he says, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. Who's going to lift God up? Only God can lift himself by the bootstraps, but high. A number of the Psalms in the book of Psalms, means songs, are songs of ascent, where the people ascended a hill to place God, figuratively, on his throne, the enthronement of God in their hearts, in their lives, in their nation, in their people. God wants to be enthroned in each and every heart. No matter how, and I know I've spoken with folks who don't think God is, would, would want himself in their heart. You think, they think they're like the centurion. I'm not fit that God would come under my roof or into my heart anymore. I hope that's no one here. I know, I think all of you, to a greater or lesser extent, but he'll hear that, listen for that. Don't be drawn into that lie yourselves. At any point in your lives, you cannot put yourself beyond God's love. That's pretty prideful to think you could. But if somebody else thinks they can, do your level best. I don't know if a scripture, song, poetry, weeping with someone, letting them soak your shoulder, Remind them that God has that love for them and wants to be in their hearts and minds. Wants to lift them up as we lift up our praise to God. And in that doing, I think that we can be God's levers. We can be tools, we can be instruments for God to lift one another Jesus reached for Simon Peter when he was sinking and lifted him out of the water. Hence that hymn. Love 
lifted Simon Peter, the lost fisherman. Love lifted how many different people? Mary Magdalene, who was slave to demons. How many of the other troubled people in Jesus' life do, do we see him lifting up? And then he sends out his disciples, usins, to do that same lifting. Part of that is being very aware. A course called Relational Wisdom, teach, Wisdom teaches that we should be aware of ourselves that engage with how we are. Be aware of the person with whom we are seeking to relate and how they are and engage with it. Don't just say, oh, she's just like that. No, she's just like that and I have to relate. I have to act to relate to that. I react to her in this way and I gotta know that of myself and relate to it. And above all that, to remember what does God want in a relationship and engage with that. Requires a lot of self-awareness, God-awareness, but then awareness of other. Watch for that. When a person says, "How are we?" Say, "How are you?" A person says, "Fine." The shorter the word "fine," the more I ask for details. Do that for people. I'm okay. I'll be all right. They won't look at you. Catch an eye. Give them an ear. Look to engage with the other as you engage with God and God's word to keep that well of hope, that well of lack of fear in ourselves at bay. And maybe I'm confessing for myself. I won't confess for everybody. You'd think I'd, I'm in Christ every minute. I'm a pastor. Things of the world, whether it's the fiery trials or the deep waters, the waves that knock me on my keister, whatever. I still have to seek that hope, that lifting up. I have to reach for dad's hand to get up out of the wave still. Keep that alive, keep that active so that when another needs a hand, maybe I picture it best when we're lifting someone Got to hold a God's hand real hard with this one while I'm lifting with the other because I need the anchor point too. But we need to lift one another up. It's hardest when a person is deepest in despair. Work hard at it. Seek help. Get someone to back you up if you have to. I don't know if you ever talked to someone who's, who's so deeply down, so deep in the, the darkness and the cold, Figuratively or literally, they say, well, it wouldn't do any good anyway. I don't know why I bother. Remember Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh? It's not much of a tale, but I'm kind of attached to it. Don't know why I bother. Don't be an Eeyore. And the worse a person's an Eeyore, the harder it is to reach him. Of course, Eeyore, I think, is a cheerful soul way down deep because he's got good friends because he has good friends. Even simple stories like Winnie the Pooh when they gather around Eeyore to rebuild his house because a wind blew it down. Guess I've got friends. Lift one another up that way. Watch for the one who needs it. If you think you need it, have the courage to ask, please. 
but especially then, having received it from God or a friend. I know which of my friends. Sometimes I can share with folks in the church. Sometimes I go seek another pastor and, and burden him with it or burden her with it when I need to be lifted up and, and get out of the deep waves or I'm confused about which direction they're coming next. Offer the help. Lift up. Lift praise to God. Be lifted by God who wants to lift us. What do we say of Jesus 50 days after Easter? He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Ascended, he was lifted. We say Christ is risen, but we also say he was raised by God the Father. Lifted up. We're invited into baptism and in such invited into Christ's death and invited into his death, we're invited into his resurrection, into being lifted up. We have that lifting for the asking any time. And we can't get so deep beneath, beneath the waves that God can't reach. Reach for another. I know I'm repeating myself with this reach for another thing, but I can't say it enough. Spirits, jobs, Families, lives have been saved. Eternal lives have been saved by watching for someone who just needs a lift and then offering it. It's not easy. Depending on the kind of lift someone needs, it's terrifying. If you can't do it, run for help. There are plenty of people committed to help, and we, as sisters and brothers of all people, are committed to give one another that hand or to, to join in multiple hands to lift someone. Maybe a material need. More likely, it's emotional and spiritual need. Even mental health needs. But to watch for one another, especially, in, as I said, the, the shorter days and longer nights, and we're halfway through the period, I guess, of the, the short nights, but that means half to go. Be lifted up. Take joy in Christ. And then share that joy. Share that message. Share that love. And be the love that lifts someone in the name of Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God for every lift he's ever given us in our lives and still has in store for the days and times that we need it. Amen and amen. Thank you for having joined us for First Word from First Church. We pray that God has blessed you in some way, in his way, through the message that we have just shared with you. Please join us again. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance over you and give you peace. Amen and amen.